0: Hey, welcome back to the CA Power Players Podcast, dripping live every single Tuesday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Today, we got a special guest, Kay. This gentleman, we're about to jump to an interview, Kay, that I did with Dr. Billy Williams. Absolutely phenomenal when it comes to systems, processes inside of an agency. I'm telling you, this cat speaks agency as well, if not better, than anybody I've ever seen, by the way. Kay, here's his bio. Okay, he's the CEO of Williams Family Investment Group. This is a group where he's the CEO of that has equity in 160 partner insurance agencies that produce almost a billion dollars a year in new and renewal insurance premium. Absolutely dominates the PNC space. Okay, He will be speaking at 8% virtual. Uh, on February 18th, so I can tell you, you want to be a part of that thing, okay, so click the link below, you can be a part of the one-day virtual conference, and hear more from Billy, as he talks about agency processes and systems, he shares a bunch of in this interview, but I can tell you, there's gonna be even better, and, and, and more valuable information on the 8% virtual conference, so click the link, and use coupon code Billy, okay, coupon code Billy, Um, at 8percentvirtual.com. Okay, so before we get to the interview, I had a few comments that I wanted to share. Um, Dan says, another awesome interview, Cody. No idea how you do it. This guy shared so much wisdom. I definitely wanna watch it again. Thank you for sharing this amazing 30 minutes of success tips on a scale of one to five. This was a 10. First, I'm like, oh, okay, that's good, right? That's good. Wonderful info. Thank you. Thank you for the wisdom. This is indeed phenomenal. Best interview so far. Thanks for sharing. Awesome, awesome feedback. Like this, I mean, I I got more, as much positive feedback on this as anything anything we've ever done. And so I want to encourage you to listen to this. I want to encourage you to take notes. I want to encourage you to like absorb this, apply the info we shared with you and then go apply it in your agency, okay? Also, make sure you go to 8%virtual.com so that you are a part of this virtual event with myself, with Dr. Billy Williams, who I'm about to interview, and literally uh 15 to 16 additional of the top people in the industry, and they're gonna give phenomenal content and value. Okay, so appreciate you watching and listening to the CA Power Players podcast every single Tuesday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Now let's go to the episode. <laughs> All right. Welcome back today. I got a super special guest. Dr. Billy Williams is in the house. Dude, I've heard so much about you. I've heard more about you than you could have ever heard about me. And I've been following you for years. Dude, congrats on all the success and thanks for being on today.
1: Thank you, Cody. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be here. And, and you're, you know, I, I follow you just as much as you follow me. I promise you. I, I love people that are doing amazing things in our industry and you're doing amazing things.
0: Well, thank you, buddy. It's, uh, it's fun. Uh, it ain't always easy, but dude, anything that's worth it never is, right? Right,
1: right. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I love what you're doing. You, you. Somebody, somebody mentioned um, you've invested and helped s- over a hundred agencies in the space. I'd kind of love to jump in and start there, um, okay. just to really get some attention out of the gate. Um, walk through that, and 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 what do you do there, and and what have you accomplished there? Because it was pretty impressive. It was a big number.
1: Okay, well. What I do is I invest. We own we own Williams Family Investment Group. And so we invest in insurance agencies. When I first came in the industry back in 2003, 2004, when I retired from the Army, yeah. there really was no investment arm. Everyone was acquiring agencies, kind of like what they are today. They're going around and they're acquiring agencies, right? Yes. But, but what I realized was that most agents really weren't ready to walk away from their agency. They just didn't know how to run their agency. Okay, and if you eliminated a lot of the things that really caused them to dislike running an agency, they were great salespeople. They were great insurance people. They just sucked at being business owners. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that with my expertise through the military, my leadership and just learning this industry, that I could come in almost like a a board member and say, look, here's what we know is working in the industry. Here's what we want to put in place. Here's here are the things that I can do and my team can do that eliminate your stress, which is really hiring, training and accountability. Those are the three things that agents suck at. Right. They suck okay. at hiring, training and accountability. And so that's our strength. So when we walked into there as a board member, as an investor, 5 percent, 10 percent, 15 percent, and we eliminated that the agencies took off. And so mm. at this point. We're probably $1.3 billion in premium under management between 160-something agencies that we invest in. But I also have a mentoring arm that works with agencies that aren't ready for an investor or don't want an investor, but they still want our leadership. They want our input. They want that board member, right, yes. that comes in and gives that guidance. And so we have a mentoring arm that works with, I don't know, so many thousands of agents or whatever over the course of a year. And so I would say, if I had to just put a number on it, we probably influence close to ten billion dollars a year in insurance premiums. And I say influence, not own. We yep. influence ten billion dollars a year in insurance premium.
0: Did you ever dream that would be the, that would be your life? A uh, few years, you know. Now? You How? know what's
1: so crazy, Cody? This was a plan. This wasn't something yes. that fell into place. I know most people get into insurance because they had nothing else to do. My dad did it. This is what I did. You know, it was a plan for me. When I retired from the Army, Already had a PhD in finance. And when I looked at Mm -hmm. the industries that I could go into and really maximize, insurance was a no brainer to me. Let me get this straight. They pay you every year or every six months or whatever. You talk to them maybe once or twice a year and your whole purpose is to offer the coverage that best protects their quality of life should they ever have to file a claim. So I have a noble profession that makes lots of money, protects people, and I don't have an immense amount of work unless I get into something like trucking or something like that. I don't have an immense amount of work to do and I can really help my community. It was a no brainer for me. So I didn't stumble into insurance. It was a plan. So, yes, to answer your question, I did expect to be where I am today.
0: That's awesome. Uh, you know what's funny is I, I, now that you mentioned that, thank you for your service, by the way. I really thank appreciate you. that. Um, huge respect for military. Uh, you, I was just talking to another gentleman that that his agency did $11 million in life insurance premium last month. And we were okay. hanging out for a couple of days. His name's John. And I asked him a question. I said, I asked him a question for a reason. I said, do, do you, did you? You maybe you didn't expect yourself to be as successful as you are today, but did you always feel like when you grew up you would be successful? And and he said, I did. Yeah. Well, I did too. You know. So I'm learning that a lot of people that end up being successful, maybe yeah yeah they 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 maybe they went to the school of hard knocks and it was difficult whatever, but they always deep down knew I'm gonna be a success one day. I'm gonna yes. do this, do that. Is that true for you?
1: Absolutely. There's this there's this uh, psychological lesson, I guess. It's called loss aversion, right? Mm. Loss aversion is people are afraid to lose what they already have more than they are excited about gaining something that they never had. Yes. I didn't grow up poor. Okay. I I didn't. From the time I was a child, my grandfather, even though we were minorities, my grandfather owned um, laundromats and he owned a cleaning service and he owned all these other kinds of things, right? My mom owned hairdressing shops. My dad, even though he was military, because my dad's 35 years military, he had side businesses that he operated. And so I grew up believing that I was going to be a business owner. I grew up believing in success. I, I carried that through high school. I was very successful in high school. I, I went to University of Southern California on a tennis scholarship. I graduated magna cum laude. Wow. I went in the military. You know, I was Soldier of the Year two or three years. I was Recruiter of the Year. So I got trophies. I mean, I played golf. <laughs> you know. What? You know? Yeah, I played golf. So I expect everything that I do in life that you. I'm going to be successful at it. And the key is not just the mentality; it's a work yeah. ethic. Because I know I'm going to be successful, I'm going to find the most successful path to Mm. get there. I'm going to watch and learn and listen and say, what is it that other successful people are doing? Because here's the deal, Cody, people can replicate success better than they can create success. Okay. So I look at people like you. I look at people like uh, you name it, Warren Buffett or anybody. I look at those successful people and I go, what are they doing that I can replicate? Yes. And that's what most people don't do. They sit up and try to create stuff. I ain't creating Mm. shit. I'm going to replicate what I see other people doing.
0: Dude. I love you already. I love you. You, 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 you. This dude is, is this, is this, is this dude not good or is he good, man? This is awesome. Um, I love that. You know, I mean, we we compared we put me and Warren Buffett in the same sentence which may never happen again but that was cool <laughs> too. Uh I love that. Um man what what's your I mean what you've accomplished is really incredible. I love that you deep down like expect to win. You expect yes. to be successful Now whether it's tennis tennis racket whether it's a, 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 a driver a putter like it does not matter like I do I expect to win and I love that. Like why do anything if you if, if you don't expect to win. Was was that um was that something you 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 grained from your parents? Yes. Where,
1: where does that come it's, from? It's yes. It's all. It's all. It's all nature and nurture. Yeah. My parents yeah. expected me to win, and they put pressure on me. You know, and they they held me to a standard. Now I didn't always like the standard, but they held me to a standard. And that's the same thing we do in our agencies. Whenever we step into an insurance agency, because I always want to bring this back to insurance, right? Yeah. When we step into an insurance agency, the first thing that we do. As we put in standards. So I live by this model. You and I talked about this. I live by this model called S4TS, right? S4Ts and then S. The first S is standards. Mm. So we're going to have a standard for everything in that agency. We're going to have a standard for what we what we offer customers. We're gonna have a standard for your actions. We're gonna have a standard for your reactions. We're gonna have a standard for our email templates, for our text templates, for our automation. We're gonna have a standard for everything, right? Mm. Then we're gonna have four Ts. The first T is time. Because if you don't make the time to be successful, then all of your time is spent fighting off poverty. Okay? So we're gonna block off the time for you to be successful. The next T are the task. I'm going to give you the actual task that you need to do to be successful. The next T is tools. I'm going to make sure you understand what tools you need and how to use those tools, not just learn a tool, but what buttons should you push in that tool to be successful. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we're going to have training. The fourth T is training. I'm going to train you on time management. I'm going to train you on the task you need to do. I'm going to train you on the tools that you need to do. And then the the final S is spot check. Because if I'm going to train you, I'm going to spot check you to make sure that you're retaining what I train you. So everything we do is S, four T, S. And if agents would just adopt that their agencies would go 20 30 40% above where they are right now
0: wow that's strong i love that there's so much structure in the way you talk you're very with the limited time we've spent together cuz and i appreciated you coming to 8% by the way cuz you Thank have to you for inviting that. me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was cool to get to see you and meet you. Um, you were very intentional in everything you're doing. Like super intentional. A lot of people just float through life. You're right. intentional about winning you're intentional about helping agencies you're intentional and and are you looking for people like when you're investing in agencies are you looking for people that are already intentional too or can no. you help them become more
1: no and Inten- if someone is already like me they don't need me yeah okay <laughs> they don't need Boom. me right they may need to uh, like you and I will need to associate with each other yes and get ideas but you don't need me right mm. i want to work with agencies that need what I bring to the table. So no, I don't look for intentional. What I look for is very simple. I look for gratitude, Hmm. okay? Can you be grateful for what I'm bringing to the table? You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be disciplined. You don't have to be educated, but if you're grateful, then that gratitude that you have will allow you to work beyond all of your limitations. See, most people are not successful because they're not grateful for the opportunities that they're given or the position that they're in. But gratitude overcomes everything.
0: Yeah. You can't help somebody with a big ego thinks they know it all. And then think Dr. Billy Williams can help take them to another level. Exactly. Exactly. That's strong. That's strong. Uh, What are the most successful agencies doing that you've learned um versus the others, because there's I mean, there's what hundreds of thousands of insurance agencies in the country, and you've worked with well, at least tens of thousands by
1: now, which is well, crazy. you just like you. I mean, we influence and we they listen to our podcasts and videos or whatever. So, what are they doing? Everything they're doing is structure. It's all about structure, and structure falls in two categories, okay? You're either gonna have people structure or you're gonna have process structure. Yeah. So some agencies will hire a bunch of people and they get enough people together. They're going to get a nucleus of people that will make the agency better. And then some people are process structured, which is I'm going to put processes in place and then I'll put people in those processes. I'm the, I'm the kind, I'm process structured. My processes Mm -hmm. have to be stronger than my people. Okay. Because I can always find people to work my processes. But if I build everything on my people, without having processes, then as soon as that person leaves, my processes go to hell. We've seen agencies where one person left and the agency basically became nothing. Because Mm. Sarah did everything. Joe did everything. Susie was my girl, you know, and now all of a sudden Susie got hired away and now the agency goes to hell in a handbasket. Yes. I don't want that. I want my processes to be stronger than my people. And that's my mantra I live by. My processes, have to be stronger than my people. If my yes. processes are strong, I can always find people to fit in my process. And that's why the U.S. military is the best military in the world today, because we can take anybody from the fields of Iowa or the beaches of California or the, you know, the backwoods of wherever and bring them into our process, into our structure, and form them into the best fighting force in the world. So my mentality was, why can't I do that with an insurance agency?
0: Yes. Yes. That A lot of people do. You've probably seen it. A lot of people do it backwards. They look for people to improve their process. Like, man, if I get him or her, yep. they're going to fix everything that's wrong with my company.
1: Right. right. I mean, and I'm not it, saying it's backwards. I don't want to call it backwards. I just call it a different route, but it's okay. a route that's not sustainable long term because yeah. at some point that person's going to leave. That person's going to change. That person's going to do something. You know, they may get married. They may get pregnant. They may get sick. They may do. Who knows? You know know what I mean? But now now you're stuck because you don't have process because Judy did everything. And I can always tell when I'm interviewing an agent and I go, hey, how do you do this in your agency? Hey, Barbara, come here for a second. You know, how do you do this in your agency? Hey, Dave, come in for a second. (laughs) <laughs> okay and even if you don't know how to do it you should be able to say well hold on let me go to my manual let me go to my job aid let me pull up our process you know i don't do it i don't do it but hell i can show you where we where, where it's written down yeah. so if you can't do that for me then you literally have no grip on your your business
0: mm. takes a lot of guesswork out yeah that's good there's a lot of I, i've noticed it um there's a so many six-figure earners that are business owners that run an agency that literally do everything in their company. Mm -hmm. And have you seen uh, those that can really get out of the way and have the right processes and add the right people, even have an assistant, even even start to have other people selling other than them, they're doing Mm -hmm. all the service, all the sales, et cetera, et cetera, that that's the time they can really scale. Have have you noticed that around the country as well?
1: Oh, yeah. They can't scale without it because at some point you're going to run out of you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It goes back to your time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so when that happens, when you run out of time, when you run out of ability, when you run out of, you know, just the fact that you can do everything, the only way you can continue to grow is to replicate you. Right. To bring you in. And another issue that agents have is. They're so busy trying to be the head of the organization and they want the shingle to have their name or whatever that they don't hire people that can move their agency. They hire people who are their glorified secretaries. Mm. Right. And so they've got four people working with them, but those four people literally can't do anything on their own because everything has to flow through the agency. Everything has to flow through the agent. Right. Whoever that agent is. Oh, no, no, I got to check that. And I got to look at this and I got to look. No, I don't want that. I want to be able to go in and spot check what you're doing and then be able to train, you know, and 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 do all those things that will make you better. But I want to give you that ability to operate independent of me, but within my processes.
0: Yes, yes. W- with those agencies what's what's the best agencies that you've seen for you to help like what are you really looking for out there outside of just gratitude
1: well when you say help there are two different I have two different legs here yep. so I have agencies I invest in and then I have agencies I mentor in order for me to invest in an agency at this point yeah. you got to have 10 million in premium or up okay 10 million in premium or up because you don't make enough money with less than 10 million to really bring me in as an investor mm. right because every quarter i want my dividend check yes. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. and yeah. so you, you just you're you're busy trying to pay the bills and trying to do this and then i'm like okay where's my 15 you know after we zero out this quarter so you, you you don't make enough money for me to invest in if you have less than 10 million in premium but if you just need help hell you can come to inspirenation.org. Right. I didn't name my company Williams Investment or or something, something consultant. Yeah. It's called inspire dot org, because I, I like feel like that. that's my personality is to inspire people, not just motivate people. Motivation is temporary. Inspiration yes. comes from within. Mm-hmm. So my job is to change you internally and inspire you to move forward in what you do. So they can go to inspirenation.org dot org and just look at our resources and what we have out there. And we can help pretty much anybody that wants help right now, if you want an excuse for failure, we can't help you. And there are a lot of agents and you know, this Cody, they want an excuse to say, I tried everything and nothing worked. Yes. Yeah. We're not that, we're not that organization.
0: That's good. And, and do you have like a, can you think of like a case study of like, okay, let me give someone an example of uh, an agency that here was what it looked like before we got involved well, investing or mentoring either way Mm -hmm. and here's where they are today based on that we can't take full credit but hey we did play a role
1: i i didn't get permission to use any agent's name okay okay so maybe on our next podcast if you ask me that question i'll have a list and say hey here's what we we do but here's what i'll tell you go out to our google review page that's the easiest way to find out go out and just search inspire nation business mentoring or search um you know, go out on LinkedIn or wherever and look at the reviews, because in those reviews, they actually put their agency name and they put what they do and they put who they are and all those kind of things. So that's probably the easiest way to find out the agencies that we're working with without me breaking our non-disclosure, non you know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, but, I mean, we've taken agencies from literally a one-person shop to... 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 employees, you know, 50 employees. I've taken agencies from a million dollars in premium to $30 million in premium. You, you, you know what I mean? And again, if you're, you're like, well, yeah, this guy's just talking trash. Go out to our Google reviews, go out on LinkedIn and, you know, look at our reviews on LinkedIn and look at the name of the agencies that you see there. And mm. you're going to see some of the big boys in our industry. That's awesome.
0: that that, that's some life-changing math that's some life-changing numbers
1: yep yep Yep. that's and so and but it's easy here's the thing cody going going back to kids i'm gonna go back to kids i can tell by the time a child is four five six years old if they're going to be good at a sport right Mm. and the reason why is because they just get it so think about a child that plays soccer Some kids, they're fumbling, they're bumbling, they're stumbling, they're tripping, they're falling. And then some kids are moving smooth and they're getting it and they're out thinking what the coach is telling them because they're already in position. They can see, oh, that ball is over there and that kid's going to kick it that way. Let me move over here and get that right. Some people just have that knack. You know what I mean? They have it for business. They have it for sports. They have it for singing. They have it for dancing. They have it for whatever that they do. So I can literally tell by being in an agency for 10 minutes whether that agency has the people, the tools and the mentality to be successful. And I'm sure you can, too. You, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. something that we know because it's natural to us and it's it's easy for us. We literally can walk in and go, this was I, yeah, I can do something with this agency yes. or I can't do something with this agency. So I'll give you an example. I have an agency right now that I'm working with. The agent is a control freak, an absolute control freak. Right. (laughs) But the people around him are amazing. I mean, they are amazing. And so the first thing I had to tell the agent was, look, I need you to go on vacation for a couple of weeks. Right. You, You get the hell out the way so that I can make those amazing people more independent of you. I can bring out the 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 mentality. I can bring out that movement because they can see it, but you're the one that's stopping them. So I always say I can pretty much grow any agency if I can get the agent the hell out the way for a few minutes and let their people shine or let their people show that they're not there, that, that you have the wrong people. Wow.
0: That's, 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 that's phenomenal. I, I was wondering I was like, how's he going to play this? What's he going to do? Dude, go on vacation for two weeks. Get the heck out of here, man. That's, that's, yeah. That's phenomenal advice. I mean, that's that's great. Because usually um, it's the agent that's holding
1: their own agency back, to be honest with you. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean, I it's I can remember so many times, dude. I was literally holding everything back. I'm, you know, the the train's moving and I'm in the back holding on to to you know to the caboose and I'm just getting drug. <laughs> you know. Yep. Um, I would love to talk through for a few minutes your like what you do like day to day. Like mm-hmm. at your level now with everything you got going on, this is this questions for me and any other anybody else. that's like, dude, I want to be, you know, at this dude's level one day. Um, what does that look like? What's your day to day look like?
1: I wake up in the morning. First thing I have is quiet time. Uh, quiet time for me is usually prayer, reading, okay. um, something like that. Definitely prayer, always prayer every day. But then there's always my reading time, which is like 15, 20, 30 minutes. Sometimes depends on what I do. And then everything I do is scheduled, right? Remember time is one of those T's. Yes. So just like you and I, when we were setting up this podcast, it wasn't a, hey, Billy, what are you doing Tuesday? It was, hey, Cody, let me shoot my link over to your assistant so that your assistant can find what I have available on my schedule. So everything I do is blocked off. I have a family calendar. I have a work calendar, you know, all those different things. I have a golf calendar, activity calendar, all those different calendars. And so those things are blocked off. So I can tell you a week in advance what's going to happen today, what my priorities are today. That's the first thing is I control my time. Mm-hmm. Then within that time, I'd look at my high revenue tasks. So whatever makes me the most money comes first. OK, whatever makes me the most money comes first. So we're having this podcast at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, right? Yes. At 7 o'clock this morning, I had already met with one of my partner agencies. At 8.30 this morning, I would already met with a vendor that wants us, to, uh, wants us to sponsor within their whatever event they got coming up. At 9.30, I met with a group that wants me to potentially be on their board, mm. right? Because those are all things that make me money. And then at 10 o'clock, I met with you. Because let's be honest, I'm going to get members off this podcast, Great. right? you're going to get members off this podcast. People are going to hear us and go, these two guys know what the hell they're talking about. I'm either going to go and see what Billy's doing or I'm going to go and see what Cody's doing, right? So we're going to get members off this. So this is money-making for us, right? When I finish this, I have to go in and look at reports. Today is my day that 10, there are 10 specific agencies that send me their weekly report on a Thursday. So I'm going to go in and look at their reports. And the things that I'm looking for is, number one, I'm looking for, Premium increase, right, or revenue increase, depending on what they were. Were they captive? Were they were they independent? What whatever they were, I'm looking at that, and then I'm looking at my revenue per sale, because the revenue per sale tells me whether this was a sold on premium, sold on price, sold on you know what was this sold on. So if I'm looking at one agency and they sold, let's say five hundred thousand dollars in premium, and it took them fifty sales to do it. Okay. And then I look at another agency and they sold $200,000 in premium, but it only took them three sales to do it. Mm. Well, I'm going to sit down and go, okay, this agency gave me a much higher revenue per sale. So therefore, I want to know who sold this policy. And then I'm going to look at that producer because that producer to me is somebody I want to meet, someone I want to know, I want to talk to. How are you able to close a $50,000 premium deal where these guys over here are only closing a $5,000 premium deal? Yes. So revenue per, per production is really, really good for me. And then I'll just look at other things like activities, you know, all, all those kind of things within the reports, but I'm looking at those reports. So that'll be about two and a half, three hours of just looking at reports. And then I have a training session with my assistant to go over whatever it was we had scheduled to train on today. And then at four o'clock, I'm gonna go play golf. So
0: nice, nice dude you well you, uh, you're winning you're winning championships you're one heck of a golfer remind me hey, not I'm,
1: I'm doing well either that or the other people around me suck so <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I'm sure, I'm sure there's yeah no i don't think that's it so, sometimes
1: uh, it's your competition cody sometimes it, it is your competition
0: well you, you play me in golf dude it, it is your competition then because you're, you're you're cleaning you're cleaning house remind me not to bet to, to, to bet on our golf game together okay uh, yeah, that's good um Here's one thing. I mean, what I'm, what I'm hearing a lot for those that are listening, man, is this dude's intentional. He's organized. He, his, he knows his numbers on a, on a next level compared to a lot of people, right? He's very intentional in everything he's doing in his life. And, he, and you can tell he's – and that's why he's really um, succeeding at a super high level. So if you think about that. You're like, okay, um, how do I get more like that? Well, dude, you get intentional, you get organized, you you know, your numbers, like you get around him, you get in the room with him, you do whatever it takes.
1: Yeah. But you know, that's overwhelming for a lot of people, just the thought of that. So let's break it down and make it real simple for you. The first thing you do is you go in and you pick the three things that make you the most money in your business, right? The three things, whether that's renewals, whether that's, Uh, going out and meeting people, whether that's networking, whatever that is. You you find, just pick the three things that make you the most money. And then you block off an hour, right, in a week for each of those three things. Mm. So I'm asking you to only be intentional for three hours. Wow. Be intentional for three hours. And during that hour, don't let anything interrupt you. Don't let anything get in your way. Focus on that one thing. For that hour, give it 60 minutes of your undivided attention, because then you'll start to develop momentum. And as you develop momentum, you'll develop habits. Habits are a product of momentum. And people Mm. don't realize that we don't just fall into a habit. We had to consistently do that for it to become a habit, which means it had to pick up momentum. Being lazy picks up momentum. Being a good worker picks up momentum. You know what I'm saying? Being good at a sport picks up momentum. So I'm trying to teach you how to get momentum first, which is block off the time, pick your three things, work those three things consistently, pick up the momentum and they'll become a habit.
0: Wow. This is this dude. This has been phenomenal. You, you, I mean, you, you have been no question. One of the best interviews I've ever had phenomenal, actionable you. Intel, um, I don't, I don't, there's no way this video doesn't, this interview doesn't blow up. So I I appreciate um, your time. I appreciate everything you're doing for the industry. You're inspiring a nation and I'm loving watching the ride. I want to keep doing stuff with you. And I'm grateful that you spent about 30 minutes with us so far today. Well, thank
1: you. Thank you. And again, and hey guys, 8% was amazing. Thanks. Everything about it, the energy, everything, the way you put it together. Absolutely amazing. So congratulations on that.
0: Thank you so much, buddy. We're going to get you involved in that thing, too. Okay. If you guys uh, go out to, it was inspireanation.org, right?
1: Inspireanation.org.
0: Okay. Dr. Billy Williams doing amazing things. Glad we got him on the channel. And if you guys are listening, man, go check his dude out. Follow him. Continue to learn from him. He's doing amazing, incredible things. And we'll see you on the next interview.